What's cracking, everybody? I'm Nathan Webb. And I'm his brother, Kyle Webb. And you're tuning in to Season 2 of our podcast, Two Brothers and a Review. Every Monday, Nate and I get together and we review movies. And for this season, it's specifically horror horror movies. movies. Don't forget, we'll have an occasional new release. That's right, I'm still trying to avoid the new Jackass movie. (laughs) We will provide you with researched facts, our opinions, and my personal favorite... Trope, there it is! So make sure you visit us every week at noon. Let's jump right into this episode. Let's do it. Please, sir, all I need is five minutes. And I told you, Campbell, no more paranoid on-air rants about the supernatural. I know. This station is about sex, violence, and the weather. Yes, that reminds me. We're going to need that porn star shot dead in a hurricane story. One hour. All right, let's get it. This week in movie news, um, this is the third week in a row on our podcast that the top five domestic box office movies for the year thus far have been in the same. So instead of continuing to repeat that, what I'm going to do, like going on from here, is read the top five for the specific week we are in, and then on maybe the next top ten review that we do, I'll read the leaders for the year to see what the changes are. But I don't want to keep repeating the same thing. So, um, for the week of Friday through Thursday, November 5th, it ended on, it, wait, it began on November 5th, sorry. The top five movies at the box office, according to the numbers.com, are Walt Disney's motion, or, sorry, Walt Disney Motion Pictures Eternals, brought in a total of 91.2 million in their first week. Number two, Warner Brothers Dune. In its third week, grossed $11.3 million. Three, United Artists. Not sure. I'm not too familiar with them. But um, No Time to Die added $8.8 million to their total gross in five weeks. Coming in number four, Sony Pictures Venom, Let There Be Carnage. In its sixth week, brought in $6.1 million. And then rounding out the top five, Paramount Pictures Clifford the Big Red Dog in its first week grossed $5.5 million. So there you go, your top five. The only one that's stayed in the top five uh, previously is that Venom movie. So that's pretty cool. Um, according to BoxOfficeMojo.com, F9, the Fast Saga, remains number three on the international box office charts bringing in a total domestic gross of $173 million and an international gross of $721 million. Not worldwide, just international gross. Apparently, foreign countries like the Fast and the Furious far more than America. <laughs> um, that's really all I've got for news, but before we get into this week's top 10 list, I just wanted to give a quick review of a couple new releases I've seen last in the past week. Um, I'm actually going to add one... Um, now because I just got finished a little while ago watching Shang-Chi Ten Rings. Um, but one in, one of the movies that I've watched, I believe you've watched, so make sure you chime in. Um, but the first one I watched was Clifford the Big Red Dog with the family. Um, as a children's movie, I guess it was fine, but it's definitely not one of my personal favorites. <laughs> uh Ooh. I'm not at all, I'm not really all that familiar with Clifford's story, but a lot of it came off incredibly cheesy, and the acting left something to be desired. Again, it's a children's movie, so I guess it's kind of expected. 
Um, I just watched Shang-Chi. Have you watched Shang-Chi? No, I have not. Do you, you like Marvel movies, correct? Yeah. Like superhero shit? Um, do you like martial arts movies? Yeah. Okay. So, Shang-Chi is really fucking good movie. Obviously, it was number one for a very long time. I think it still is, actually. Um, but you should check it out, and everybody else should check it out. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's definitely a a pretty pretty fucking cool movie. And um, there, there's a little a little weirdness that happens, but then we get back back on track, and it continues with with the movie. So, um, but now for a movie that I mentioned was coming out. In one of our previous weeks, uh, this this week in news segments, Red Notice with Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson, and Gal Gadot. Yeah. You, you and Brittany watched that, correct? Yes. What did you think of it? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I was laughing pretty good during the movie. I, I think that Ryan Reynolds and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, should uh, do movies together more often. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I'm but. I'm a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. Always have been. Uh, Deadpool, obviously, um, and jo- and Ro- Rock, Dwayne Johnson, like you said, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, I've I've always been a fan of him as as a wrestling fan, but also I I love every movie that he's been in, even things that people don't think are very good. So I may be biased, but I was laughing my ass off during the whole movie. And holy moly, does Gal Gadot have some nice legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a movie to check out. And um, it's on Netflix for anybody listening. You don't even have to go. Um, fuck cancer. Kyle just threw up a, a sticker that he made because his buddy's um, mother, right? Mm-hmm. And mother is uh, currently in hospice. So everybody say a prayer. But uh, yeah, fuck cancer. But back to what I was saying... Um, it's on Netflix, Red Notice. Everybody check it out, please. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, side note, late night talk shows, Jimmy Fallon and, uh, Jimmy Kimmel had planned to have Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell on their perspective, uh, respective shows, but they pulled a switcheroo on them. Have you seen any of this? No. Oh my God. Okay. So, <laughs> Reynolds showed up on Fallon in place of Farrell. Farrell, Farrell, Farrell. It's Farrell, right? Not Farrell. It's Farrell's the rapper. Will Farrell. Sorry. So Fallon showed up in place of Farrell. Um, and then vice versa. It, it, it was just fucking hilarious. Look it up on YouTube. It, it, it's funny. I just I just wanted to bring it up because Ryan Reynolds and Red Notice or whatever. So, um, But that's all I have for this week in movie news. Is there anything you want to add or do you want to just get into this top ten list? I don't have anything else to add. I'm, I'm down to getting this top ten. It's it was a hard one to fucking pick. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Before the season started, we talked about how we could easily name our top tens in each categories, and as soon as we get the psychological thriller, it's like hey, <laughs> can't do it. All right. Well, I've got it. I've got it written down in in a weird order. Like I had like it. I accidentally like did one through ten. Like I just named all ten real quick. And then I had to go back and like reorganize it from my from ten all the way to one, and it's like it's, you're going to bear with me while I'm looking for it. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, then uh, I guess that ends this week in movie news. Let's get to the top ten. 
do it. So for this top 10, we've decided to do our top 10 favorite psychological thrillers. Kyle previously stated that. He said it was, it was pretty hard. So we'll, we'll see why. Um, since it is the season of horror, they still must fall into the horror genre as well. We both agreed that we'd use Wikipedia and or the IMBD sites as the guideline to determine if the movie was considered a psychological thriller. And then we would use our own dis uh, discretion to determine if it was a horror or not. I, I think we know horror, so... Um, once we have both given our top ten, we will then use that list to determine the next three movies that we will review for this this month, so to speak. Uh, before we do get into it, I just want to give a real quick description um, of what a psychological thriller is by definition. Uh, it is often told through a viewpoint of psychologically stressed characters revealing their dis uh, disorder. Distorted mental perceptions and focusing on the complex and often tortured relationships between obsessive and pathological characters. Psychological thrillers often incorporate elements of mystery, drama, action, and paranoia. The genre is closely related to and sometimes overlaps with the psychological horror genre. The latter generally involving more horror and terror elements and themes and more disturbing or frightening scenarios. So... That is what a psychological thriller is. You had trouble, or at least it was harder, you said. is it Was it harder because there were so many, or was it harder because you just couldn't pinpoint what a psychological thriller was? Psychological thriller. Yeah, it, it was just harder pinpointing the psychological thriller aspect of it. Gotcha. Uh, as you were reading that, I'm th sitting there thinking, like, oh, some of these are not psychological thriller horrors, but eh. we'll, 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 we'll get into them. But. Okay. Well, we will start at number 10. You want to start or you want me to start off? Uh, number 10 for me is The Cure for Wellness. The Cure for Wellness? Yeah. I don't even know. I've never heard of that. Uh, Leo's in it. Leo, uh, DiCaprio? Uh, no, no, my bad. That's uh, His name's Dane DeHaan, De but he looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Okay, so Leo's doppelganger, got it. Yes. Okay. And pretty much what it is is uh, there's how do you explain it? Like they're it's like a facility, and they're they're testing on these specimens or whatever. Okay. And he's he's kind of just trying to get to the bottom of the whole the whole situation, and he ends up getting diagnosed with the whatever they're all trying to get the cure for okay and what's it called again the cure for wellness the cure for wellness okay i um it's a pretty good movie it's it's more of a, like a brain like psychological like for uh, for the viewer yeah right than, mind fuck you know, yeah it's a mind fuck yeah uh which it's a lot like shutter island that's why i thought of leonardo DiCaprio. but like i mean it's it's crazy like <laughs> Okay. That's my number 10, just because, it, like, I, I've seen it, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh, you remember that much on it, and I was just okay. like, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, my number 10, you may or may not have heard of this one. Um, I just stumbled across it on Netflix last year. Uh, I actually had Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer's uh, What Lies Beneath as my top 10, but I remembered earlier about this movie, 
and how like into it I was and how much, like you just said, a mind fuck it was. Um, so I'm going to put in the tall grass at number 10. I've not seen it. Okay. Uh, basically, there's some things going on in the tall grass. So when you're driving down an old country road and there's some tall-ass grass, kind of children of the corn-like type shit, um, stay out the grass. That, that's I'll put it there. But it's it's definitely a mindfuck of a movie, and I was really into it. Like I said, I stumbled across it just looking for something um, last year some sometime, and it, it was memorable. So that's why it's on my top 10 psychological thriller, number 10 spot. Okay. What you got for number nine? Number nine, I have as above, as above, so below. What is that? I what? Who's in that? <laughs> uh, that one, I have to look up who who's in it. But it's uh, these people are like going down in these caves, and they end up getting trapped in the caves. And oh, okay. It's it's a pretty fucked up movie, like and they're it, like it's kind of evil. Okay. It's, it's a good movie. It's a pretty good movie. At, That's what's, what's it called one more time? As Above, So Below. As Above, So Below. Damn, the name even sounds like just fucking yeah. a mindfuck. All right. <laughs> if, you watch, if you watch the trailer, you think it's like all like, it's a trope. The trailer's a trope of its own because it's like all like nice and then like the last couple, like maybe 30 seconds of the trailer is like this straight destruction. It's pretty sick. I, I like... My buddy Joe had brought it. I asked him, I was like, give me your top five psychological thrillers. And he said that, and I like looked up the trailer. I was like, oh, I did see this. And I was like, yeah, this movie was fucked up. As above, so below, right? Yep. Okay. I forgot that I'm keeping track of these. Um, so I'm a, you might hear me typing for just a minute. I got all mine, obviously. but um, And then Cure for Wellness, right? Yes, the cure for wellness. The cure for wellness. Okay, the cure for wellness. Man, all right, <clears throat> all right, all right. So my number nine, you may or may not have heard of it, the witch. Um, the def of to the definition, uh, the the witch is the definition of psychological horror, <laughs> in my opinion. Um. And I just couldn't leave it off the top ten. There's one scene. Um, it can be seen in the trailer if you look it up. Uh, where the character is playing peekaboo with the... Excuse me. Peekaboo with the baby. The baby disappears. The intensity just, like, increases from there. It's... So, yeah. My number nine. The Witch. Good, good choice. I haven't seen it. I might have. It's one of those things I might have to just watch the trailer to kind of get a refresher, but... Right. I probably I probably have seen it. This is uh. You got your number eight. Oh, you want me? You want me to, to hit it with eight? Okay. So seven, not <laughs> not seven on my list. I'm talking about eight. Number eight, the movie seven. Um, we talked about uh, doing this. Uh, sorry, well, when we talked about doing all of this, you brought it up, and yeah. I couldn't remember if I'd seen it or not, so I ended up watching it. I have seen it, I just don't think I ever saw it in its entirety. I've seen it, like, halfway through, or, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, 
after after it's got me fucking twisted right now. <laughs> after watching it, I had to put it on the list. Um, and IMBD side note, IMBD actually has it as number one on their top one hundred uh, psychological thrill horror th- thrillers. Man, I can't talk today. Yeah, they have a number. IMBD has it number one on their top one hundred. So I've got it coming in at number eight. I thought about sliding it in at seven, just to be funny, but. Number eight is seven. <laughs> number eight is seven. Uh, for me, my number eight is Split. Split. So again, again, I don't remember the name of the the people that play the the roles. Okay. But the guy the guy has like uh, like twenty something different personalities. Oh, so split personality, split. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And it just, it's just it's one of those movies where it like kind of keeps you on the edge. It's not more, that's one of the ones that I was like, is it really a horror? But he's like abducting, like, a, there's a lot of weird shit going on in the movie. And it's okay. it's one of those things where it's like, like, damn, this is, this could be real, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you, that's, you can categorize that as horror because just the simple fact that it could be something real, that's, that's kind of horrifying. So I, yeah. I, and then all of it, like at one point, all of his personalities, like, like start trying to uh, submerge, if you will, like at once. So it like okay, it's pretty crazy. I gotcha. Come to the surface. <laughs> I got, I got, I got. I know what you meant. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that brings us to number seven. Since we're back on me starting it out, I've got the movie Us. Have you seen Us? I don't think I have. I think you and Erica said I should watch it. I haven't. I have really haven't watched okay. anything. Without without giving too much away, the movie is about a family that is attacked by a group of people who just so happen to look the exact same. It's it's a very like different type of story, and it, it keeps you on, on on edge throughout. Like you're talking about being on edge. This this is one that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so check it out. It's called Us. 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 All right, so we're on number seven. Now, this is where it kind of, like, all my numbers are all fucked up. That's all right. Uh, let me see here. I think it's... Uh, hereditary. Sorry, I had, like, I, okay. I literally I have a marker and I wrote over numbers, so it's like, which one's which. So, hereditary... This one, uh, it's one of my buddy Joe and Brittany. My buddy Joe told me about it, and then Brittany said, you should just put that on your list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it kind of, it's one of those ones where I kind of just kind of took her advice, and then when I watched the trailer, I was like, it's like I'm putting this on here just in case we get we have to watch it because I want to watch it. <laughs> okay, okay. It's just... It, I, like, I keep saying mindfuck, but that's, that's what it is. That's the movie... Yeah, that's, that's basically what a psychological thriller is. It's a mind fuck. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> if if you have a hard time explaining it, but you know it's wild, it's a psychological thriller. That's that's how I, I view it. All right, so hereditary. Okay, um, I feel like I could be way off here, but I feel like the people who made us might have involvement in hereditary as well. But I could be way off base. Getting it mixed with something else. Um, number six, we've reviewed it already. 
Um, and you even included it in your top 10 of all time. I've got it in my number six spot because it's a wild ride. And um, what more is to say about a psychological thriller than a group of masked individuals terrorizing you at your uh, secluded home? Trope. There it is. The Strangers coming in at number six. It's a good one. <laughs> we've already reviewed it. <laughs> right? That's what I said. We've, we've already reviewed it, but it, it's still um, put in my top ten because well, that, that's... Masked men terrorizing a family and or well a couple in their secluded home. That's a psychological thriller. So, and it's a good one. <laughs> well, my number six. I've already mentioned it on the podcast. I just watched it earlier. Shutter Island. Okay. Okay. I, uh, it's a lot like um, the Cure for Wellness. Uh, it is Leonardo DiCaprio in that one. <laughs> not as not as doppelganger. It's got a really cool twist in the movie, and it's it's one of those ones where it's like, oh damn, that's fucked up. Like how they have they started out where you are thinking one thing, and then at the end of the movie they're like, like it's just hard to explain, but it's like without giving away the movie kind of thing. Yeah, I got you. It's it's pretty cool. Like I like how they did it and how how it ended. So I like I had to put that at my number six. Okay. I couldn't quite get to number five, but it was it was pretty close. <laughs> All right. Now when I left your house, we're in the, we're in the top five, so I'm I'm about to spoil something real quick. When I left your house last time, that was one of the movies that I said I was going to go watch. I never got around to watching it, so it's mm-hmm. I, I didn't put it on my list because I haven't watched it yet. Um, okay. I still I still want to check it out, especially your your. You're giving it good praise now, um, but I, I just didn't get around to watching it. So it's not on my list. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it is on Netflix, so if you want to watch it, it's there. All right. However, <laughs> number five, I've got It Follows. Have you ever heard of It Follows? Not It the Clown, but. I heard about this at work the other day. They were talking about it. Okay. It's pretty much like a disease in a, in a way. Like, yes. Or a parasite. You you talk about innovative, man. This this movie it follow it's it's definitely a first of its kind, okay? Yeah. Uh at least at least to my knowledge, it's the first of its kind. Just think about Nightmare on Elm Street with a sexually transmitted monster. Yeah. That's literally, <laughs> literally like the only way to get rid of it is to pass it on to somebody else through sex. <laughs> That's what they were talking about at work and I was like, Oh, I have not kind seen of, yeah. that. But yeah, it's I've heard about it. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. So it follows as my number five. What you got? For my number five, I have Silence of the Lambs. Oh, okay, okay. That's just always been one of those movies, you know. Like it's kind of got a a killer with a serial killer in the middle of the movie. It's just you know, it's got Hannibal Lecter and it's got Buffalo Bill or Wild Bill or Buffalo Bill. Know, yeah, it's Buffalo Bill. Wild Bill was the Joe Dirt version of it. <laughs> But yeah, Wild Bill. That just—it's an iconic movie. So Agreed. I put it in Agreed. my top five. Okay. All right. Well, that brings me to number four. Um, me and Erica mentioned it uh, when we were at your house, and I definitely thought it was a really good mute movie. It's called Hush. It's um a deaf and mute woman. She's she's both deaf and mute. In a secluded location, 
I think you know where it goes from there. True. <laughs> Uh, so, so my number four is Hush. Hush. So I have a dilemma here. Okay. Apparently I wrote down Hereditary twice. Hey oh You like it so much, it's on your list twice. <laughs> so I don't know, so I'm just going to have to try to figure out... Uh, let's see. <laughs> so number four, I'll just... Uh, I already got another movie that I figured out what I did wrong. Okay. Uh, number four... It's called Rest Stop. Okay. I think I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's, it's a psychological thriller. I know that because just how, how you are like, damn, that this could happen. This is a fucked up story. Uh, just how the whole thing plays out and how the ending is. is like the twist. Everything about it is a really good movie. And it's it makes you like want to make sure you ring somebody with you when you go to the rest stop at a uh, rest area. <laughs> I'll say make, make you want to skip the rest stops and and try to yeah. keep driving. <laughs> okay. Try to find you a lit up pilot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us into the top three. Um, I've got Get Out. Now that is um, Jordan Peele's direction uh, directorial debut. And I have to say, he knocked it out of the park. If you haven't seen it, this is one that you absolutely need to check out. I think you and Brittany would, would love it. Um, Peel also directed my number seven movie, Us. So there's two, I have two Peel movies in my in my top ten. Um, that might be what I'm thinking of when, when I say that. I think the the creators had to do with Hereditary. I'm not I'm not sure about that one. So um, just just ignore that part. <laughs> uh, but Peel has like a a unique way to tell stories and keep the audience on the edge of their seats so that's that's why i think i like his movie so much and i got get out coming in at number three my number three is a childhood movie it's in my opinion it's an iconic movie uh if people haven't seen it they've probably seen the new series that that just came out recently but uh candy man okay all right i can see it i can see it as being uh, a psychological thriller. Okay. Yeah, that's one of the ones that IMBD said it was a psychological thriller. I gotcha. for. Okay. So I just was like, all right, cool. I can use that because I really like that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, I love the originals. I still haven't seen the new one. I have to check out the new You're talking about the original, right? Or is this? Yeah. Okay. So you're. I'm talking about the original. I, I haven't seen it. It's a series. And on the series, you have to say Candyman five times. It's like, that ain't how it works. Uh, three times. Three, three times. <laughs> yeah. It was like Lady Mary. Turn out the lights, light a candle, and say it three times. <laughs> we used to do that. We used to lock people in the bathroom and tell them that they couldn't get out until they said Bloody Mary or Candy Pin. Oh, my. So it's definitely a childhood thing Like where I had to, had to make sure I put that on there. All right. Number two for me. You've already mentioned it. It was your number five. I've got Silence of the Lambs coming in at two. Uh, to be fair, though, Red Dragon, which is the prequel to Hannibal series, and the Hannibal series is my personal favorite, but Silence of the Lamb was, was released first, and it's mm -hmm. just most memorable as far as the masses yeah. go. Um, so I, I, I'm going to put Silence of the Lambs at my number two slot. But I'm telling everybody... Make sure you check out Red Dragon if you haven't. A lot of people don't even fucking know what Red Dragon is, but it's the prequel to Science of the Lambs. It's got Lecter in it. It's it's great. So, but Science of the Lambs number two. What about you? 
My number two is, I don't remember what number it was for you. I think it was, oh, number eight. Seven! My number two is seven. Okay. Seven is, is hands down one of one of my favorite movies, and it's one of my favorite Brad Pitt movies. Okay. So, like, you know, I just, I'm going to leave it at that because you've already explained seven, but I've... A little bit. I don't I was told to watch it when I was younger. I watched it and just thought, man, Seven Deadly Sins, you know, it kind of helps you understand what each sin is. And yeah, it's just the ending is just fucked up. <laughs> What's in the box, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, that definitely. I didn't. Spoiler alert. I didn't expect expect. Uh, well, what is what's Brad's character called in the movie? Fuck. Well, anyways, I didn't I didn't expect um, him to end up pulling the trigger. I thought uh, Morgan Freeman was going to to be able to get him to stop, but that definitely didn't happen. All right, so your number two is seven, and that brings whoa. You still there? Yeah. Okay, I, I hit something and I lost you there for a second. Sorry. Oh. Um, I lost you again. Okay, my number one. We've reviewed it. But it's got to be number one for me. 100% the top psychological thriller for me is The Shining. Oh. <laughs> what would you think it was? I thought you were going to say Soul. <laughs> oh. This, yeah, The Shining. I, I, you know, I can't believe I didn't even put that on my list. I completely spaced out on that. <laughs> That's a good fucking movie. It is. It is. I've literally got the, the Here's Johnny poster in my office. I know. I I, I'm surprised it hasn't been, and you're not getting ready to tell me it's your number one, but okay. It, it happens. No, my, number one, my number one is a must-see movie. Must-see. I've told you about it. I've told you about it, and I really think that the listeners should hear us review I Spit on Your Grave. Okay. Pretty much this chick gets wronged by these, I think it's four guys, three or four guys in the woods. And she gets her revenge on all of them. And just the way she gets her revenge is just fucked up and it's, like, gruesome. It's it's a really good fucking movie. And she's hot as fuck, so. <laughs> I don't remember. I, like, I'm actually, I'm going to look that up while we're kind of talking. But uh, who plays the main character? Just, it was, it was in, two, it came out in 2010. So okay. it's not that old. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. All right, while you're looking it up, I'll just quick rundown. Um, like I said, I'm keeping track of it now. So for my top 10, from 1 to 10, I've got The Shining, Silence of the Lambs, Get Out, Hush, It Follows, The Strangers, Us, Seven, The Witch, and In the Tall Grass. Your top 10, you've got one, Spit in Your Grave, seven, Candyman, Rest Stop, Silence of the Lambs, Shutter Island, Hereditary, Split, As Above, So Below, and The Cure for Wellness. That's correct. We've got, I believe, two that we, Seven and Silence of the Lambs are on both of our lists. Different different numbers, but that's the two that we have on both of our lists. So, Did you find what you were looking for? Her name is Sarah Sarah Butler, so I, I haven't heard of her in other, any other movie. 
They actually have more than one Espen on your grave, but this is the only one that I've seen is the first one. Okay. Um, but, yeah, she kills it in this movie. <laughs> okay. Um, one last thing for me to say anyways, uh, if you listened to our first episode of the season, you heard me say that my number um, three top horror movie of all time is American Psycho. Um, mm-hmm. And if you heard that, then you heard me say that it is more of a psychological thriller. So I was debating on if I should even put it on my list, but I did. Um, so why is it not on this list? But according to Wikipedia, it is a black comedy slasher, and IMBD has it listed as crime horror drama. So neither thing that we said we were going to use has it listed as a psychological thriller, so I left it off of this list. However, I promise you, it will be on a list to come. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, the parameter uh, these uh, were our agreed parameters like I said so determine what movies we're including so I left it off otherwise it probably would have been number one on this list (laughs) is there anything that you left off for one reason or another Kyle or maybe I said it and you're like oh shit (laughs) Uh, well The Shining of course Shining okay and uh, I was going to put Final Destination on there just because those are you know kind of kind of in that realm of the category, but I left them out just because I wasn't too sure and just yeah so my mine was like I know it's supposed to be our top 10 but it was a mixture of mixture. mine Brittany's and a couple other people that I talked to um, it follows was one of the ones I was going to watch because I thought I was going to be able to put that on the list and I never got got around to watching it okay but I do want to watch it so <laughs> okay well, um, I guess then that now we're to the part where we just needed to decide what three movies we are um, are going to do. Mm-hmm. So let's see. My number one is The Shining. We've already reviewed it. We're not going to review it a second time. Your number one is I Spit on Your Grave. I 100% think that that should be one that we do. Yeah. So not because it's mine, but I just like I said, I think I feel like you need to see it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I feel like our listeners need to hear us review it because it's a really good movie. Okay. Um. Just, just curious. Did did you happen to check to see if one of those two sites say that it is a psychological thriller? Uh, I was just looking at it, and uh, IMBD did. Okay. Um, double check. Yeah. I can I can see how it it would be so I mean I was just curious okay um secondly we both have signs of the lambs on here mm-hmm. um it is it is an older movie I mean there, there's nothing wrong with reviewing older movies obviously but we have so many on our top ten that are I guess they're not really newer, but they're in the last decade at least. Where Science of the Lambs is nineties. Um, yeah. So, so do you want to do you want to do Science of the Lambs since we have it on both of our lists, or would you like to to try to try to review something else? What What's your your thought on that? I feel like we should just we should we both have it in there. Just the re- same reason Saul was on the last list. Okay. Like it, it's a common. Okay. 
Well, I I can get down with that. No no problem watching uh, Silence of the Lambs. Um, okay. We also both have seven on on the list. We could we could do that. Also, if you would like, I've I've got mine listed at number eight, and you've got yours number two. Um, or we can do my number three, which is Get Out. We can do Get Out. I haven't seen it. And I, I've been meaning to watch it. Okay. Anyways. Uh, so I spit on your grave. It says it's a it's a thriller horror, and then it's and then like the like when you Google it, it says psychological thriller yeah. horror. So. It is. Okay. All right. Well, then that will be the next three that we do. Um, I spit on your grave, get out, and seven. No, Silence of the Lambs, unless you want to switch oh. it to seven. No, Silence of the Lambs. Okay. So I spit on your grave, Silence of the Lambs, and get out. Um, we can do them in that order, or we can talk about it offline and, and figure out what order, how would you like to proceed? Uh, how about we do I Spit on Your Grave, Okay. Silence of the Lambs, and Get Out, like okay. that, in that order. So okay. that way there's an older movie in between the two or newer movies. Okay. That sounds good to me. Um, I guess that's all we uh, currently have planned then for the upcoming weeks. Um, is there any new releases coming out that you're wanting to hop on for a uh, bon- bonus? Resident Evil comes out on the 20-something. 20, 20 I think that's the 21st. Is that this week? What, are we already that late into November? It's, it's November 15th. Holy shit! <laughs> okay. Yeah, your anniversary Your anniversary is the 20th, so... It is. It is. No. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Let me, let me double-check for that real quick. It's it's coming out this month. I, th- I thought it was like 24th, but the 21st could be it. No, because 24th is, cri- is Thanksgiving, isn't it? 26th is Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, so maybe this 24th then. What is it called? Like, new Resident Evil movies? I guess I should just get it's, my phone. Uh, it's Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah, Welcome to Raccoon City... I mentioned it last week on the review, too. I, I gave the date, but I can't remember. Tuesday, November 23rd is when it comes out. Oh, I was one day off. Okay. So, and and that's before the next review? Mm-hmm. Is Okay. So then I guess we'll be doing the bonus episode for that, then. Yep. Okay. We'll, we'll have to... What, what day is that? That is a Tuesday. A Tuesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll get it figured out. <laughs> okay. All right. That's. Uh, I just think that we should. That's one of the movies that we should review, especially if we're doing horror, and that's. Uh, oh, absolutely. We you know. we already talked about wanting to do that, anyways. Tuesday though. Why do they release it on Tuesday? But that's fine. Um, we'll get it figured out. All right. So the listeners are gonna hear this Monday at noon, and then uh, the uh, the day that. Resident Evil comes... Wait. What is today? You said today's what? The 15th. The 15th. Okay, today's Sunday. Tomorrow, this episode drops. Because tomorrow's Monday. So... Oh, okay. It's after midnight. So it, it they are listening to this later on today. In 12 hours. Right. But what I'm saying is... 
the Tuesday after is when Resident Evil drops. Yes, next okay. Tuesday. So it won't be like two days from now, Tuesday. It's a week. Okay, all right. So next week, all you're going to have is this. The week after, you'll have two episodes, people. So make sure you're listening. You know where else they can find out when we're doing special drops and shit? Yeah, on our Instagram, Two Bros in a Review. I mean, it's pretty simple. You just go over there, you click on that Instagram uh, logo on your phone, and go to the search bar and type in Two Bros in a Review. Give us a follow. You can scroll through and look at all those pictures that we have uh, creatively made, Nathan Manley, and, uh, you know, just comment on them or like them or share them, you know, whatever whatever floats your boat. But every time we do a movie, we are going to put out some cover art for it. If we do a new release, we will post right at the movie theater a picture of Nathan and I standing in front of the picture, and then the review will be... Shortly after. Yeah, live it. right after. As soon as we yeah. leave, we we don't even talk in the car. No, we, we talk a little bit. But we try to stay away from giving opinions so that we can get home or to your house and, uh, and hit record. But yeah. um, Instagram, Two Bros in Review. You can also listen every week on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all these different listening platforms. You know the deal. So make sure you're supporting us by listening, following us on Two Bros and a Review on that Instagram. And then, of course, go over to uh, the iTunes Apple Podcast logo, um, little purple logo, I believe, right? You're the... It's purple with a little antenna. With okay. The... You're the one that normally gives this spiel. I, I, took, I took it from you this week. Um, <laughs> yeah, but hit that Apple Podcast logo and uh, give us a five-star, five-star rating, five-star review, whatever you want to call it. Tell us uh, what you thought of our review. Tell us movies you think we should go check out, whatnot. Just just give us the five stars we need. It helps it helps us grow. Uh, it's free to do, so please, please do it. What yeah, else? It's, uh, it's free, so get on there. You know, uh, Listen to the podcast on there. Listen to it on Anchor FM. Uh, if you're having trouble finding it on Spotify or anything like that, if you do go to our Instagram, Two Bros in a Review, the link is in the bio to some previous episodes and to our main account, main main thing on uh, Anchor. So it's Two Bros in a Review on the, the iTunes. It's Two Brothers in a Review because uh, we are Two Brothers in a Review. It's just Two Bros in a Review is easier on Instagram for you guys. Um yeah, that's my spiel. I just had to get in there and get out, you know. <laughs> gotcha. Um, every week, we've done it almost since day one, maybe possibly day one. I can't remember. We put out a lot of work, a lot of podcasts. We put in the work. Um, but TRG Network, those random guys, got to show love for our brothers, brother from another mother, Tommy, you know, down there in Florida. Every Tuesday on YouTube, putting out a podcast. They're doing... Saturday, Monday, they're doing crazy stuff. Gaming, I know they do a lot of Super Smash Bros. and that kind of stuff. Um, they need to get on that Sea of Thieves. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they, they do. We need to get uh, an entire uh, entire server of just people we know. <laughs> that would be great. Um, Fish tournament or something. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, check, check them out. Those random guys, TRG Network. Go give them a follow, a like, listen, all that. Do it. I promise you there's going to be some collaborations this year 
there was last year, there will be this year. Uh, I think Corey and them are supposed to be coming sometime in December. Uh, Corey, if you're listening, bring Tommy. Yes. <laughs> bring Tommy. He can see snow. It's fucking snowing here. Is it snowing in Beaver Creek? No, uh, it might be right now, but it, I woke up and it was like puke and snow. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. You want snow to come. I don't because it sucks to drive in. But it is what I it is. Christ- I hate Christmas music, but let it snow, let it snow. Let oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, let it snow and bring up Tommy so Tommy can see some snow for the first time. And we can do some some two bros in a review. Uh, two brothers in a review with the other two brothers. Yeah, and then Jordan wanted to battle Tommy and Corey in Smash Brothers, so we can do a live a live video there too. So come on up, boys. <laughs> yep. While you're on uh, on the YouTube's, slide over to High Side Productions. Check out my channel, High Side Gameplay or High Side Productions Gameplay. I need to change that name. Um, High Side Productions. Just go there. All my other channels are there. Check them out. Same thing. Two Brothers in Review. This will be uploaded. It might take me a week before it gets uploaded onto uh, to the Two Bros YouTube channel. But um, we're also doing things on Twitch. HSP Gameplay on Twitch. I'm still figuring that out, so bear with me. Um, same thing, Kyle. You've got that going on, so I'll let you give your plugs now. Yeah, so for Twitch, Chef Boy RC. It's Chef Boy R-S-E-A. Uh, I did that because I, I'm always cooking on the show or on the game and stuff like that. Catching fish, cooking, catching, killing chickens and pigs, cooking, you know. And then we're doing our regular gameplay and things like that. And the cool thing about Twitch that, that I found out, like right now I'm not live. So if you go to my profile, Chef Boy RC, then the people that I have set up for auto hosts, their videos play if they're live. So tomorrow when Nate goes live, his live stream will play on my Twitch channel. So you can click on there to get to his. So that's, that's a really cool thing. Uh, I am not going to start streaming until closer to January, just because I'm trying to get my, my room set up for the streaming, for the background, everything. I want it to be perfect for it. So that's why it's just, it's there. I'm, I'm, I get on there and I watch the live streams and I chat with them. I'm trying to learn more about Twitch before I just launch it immediately. But it is there. You can go ahead and give it a follow. Um, I'll be doing, you know, a lot of shout outs and things like that on there. Uh, I play with Nate on Monday and Saturdays. Uh, if you want to go on my YouTube, KW Snow, that's like, like I said, I can't wait for it to snow. So we're going to be doing some snowboarding videos. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with the snowboarding videos this year. We uh, got an Airbnb for this uh, West Virginia trip coming up in December. So I'm going to make a full edit for that. It's going to be really funny. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be funny and fun all at the same time, so it's gonna be a fun skit kind of thing. So head over there, YouTube, KW Snow, Twitch, Chef Boy RC, and uh, that's all that I have. Be careful. You said West Virginia, right? Yep. Be careful out there in them them backwoods hills. That's where Wrong Turn and and movies like that take place. <laughs> Are you beating on the desk? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. I had that experience last year uh, when Nolan and I were going to snowshoe. It was just the two of us, and we're just—I'm just sitting there, just driving in the rearview mirror. I see like a reflection of headlights behind our car, and I'm like, I'm "Like Nolan, is—is is there somebody following us?" And he like just looked back. He goes, "I don't see anybody." Oh shit! And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I just kind of kept driving, <laughs> and then, like, 
I saw it again and I was like, Nolan, just look back there and tell me if you see a car. We, we drove by this house that had their like front uh, yard light on and you could see this car plain as day. And he goes, yes. And we drove for an hour and a half and they had their headlights off the entire time. Oh my. And were, we, were... got to, we got to this lit up gas station finally. I pulled in, no car ever came out. The next day we were at Snowshoe and we were talking to the, the waitress at the restaurant. And she was like, honey, I'm glad you didn't stop because they would have left you to stand there with nothing in your hands. I was like, oh shit. She goes, that's what they do at that, at that part of the area. Or they take you back and they eat you. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> At that point, I, my flesh probably tasted like cigarettes and Coca-Cola, so they <laughs> wouldn't have enjoyed it. <laughs> Not no more. I quit smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Say it again. I quit smoking cigarettes. Could you hear that? Is that a bong hit? No, that that was my, my round of applause from my, my stream deck. Oh, it you sounded did, like a bong did. hit. Oh. <laughs> Somebody okay. in a water bong. <laughs> no, it was, it was a round of applause. <laughs> Wrong button. <laughs> no, I was kidding. <laughs> all but right. Yeah, I mean, that's all that I have this week. That's, that's all I've got. Tune in uh, next Monday to hear our review of I Spit on Your Grave. That's right. I'm Kyle Webb. I'm his brother, Nathan Webb. And you just listened to our podcast. Two brothers and a review. Hell yeah, check it out. Have, we're doing things have <laughs> we are have do you ever like when you're out driving just notice like a lot or a field or something and think man that's a perfect place to bury a body uh, no. <laughs> oh just me okay <laughs>